Good morning. It's December 14th, another bright and seasonably cold morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Maybe the most provocative story placement in today's New York Times is down at the bottom of the front page. Impeachment inquiry approved despite no proof of Biden crime. What do you do as a matter of news judgment when something happens that is by definition a major political event, but it has no connection to objective reality? Trumpeting the opening of an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden at the top of the front page would, as the Times has so very, very often in related contexts, acted unaware of, inherently signal that Joe Biden is in trouble, and would on some level itself suggest that there is some kind of weight to the inquiry. On the other hand, the decision by the House of Representatives to press ahead toward impeachment proceedings with no wrongdoing on the table at all, just the open ambition of politically damaging the president and, and in some speculative fever dream, potentially forcing him out of office, is a huge news development and a major step forward in the Republican Party's campaign to bring about the collapse of the existing constitutional order. It's nonsense, but the Republicans are also hiding behind the fact that it's nonsense. As the story reports, Representative Tom Cole, Republican of Oklahoma, and the chairman of the Rules Committee portrayed the vote as a largely procedural step to shore up the House's investigatory powers. Since September, the House has been engaged in an impeachment inquiry, examining whether sufficient grounds exist for the House to exercise constitutional power to impeach the President of the United States, Mr. Cole said. Today's resolution simply formalizes that inquiry and grants the House full authority to enforce its subpoenas that have been denied as recently as today. So if you downplay the story, you're cooperating with the Republicans' false message that this is simply a routine procedural matter. If you play up the story, you're rewarding them with the appearance of a scandal, despite their inability to create a scandal. Having the headline point out that there's no proof is a good start. But still, the whole thing turns into... And back and forth between Democrats saying it's a ridiculous witch hunt, which is true, and Republicans saying it's merely routine oversight, which is false. It's going to require an adversarial approach to news writing, the kind that makes the Times uncomfortable, to adequately and accurately cover this as it goes on. And it clearly is going to go on, and it clearly is going to get worse. Elsewhere in coverage of fake things, Tesla is recalling more than 2 million cars to belatedly try to reduce the death toll from its fraudulent autopilot system, after the Washington Post reported at length on how Tesla refused to take straightforward measures to restrict the system's use to the kind of highly predictable limited access highways that its robot brain is mostly capable of handling, as long as there aren't any emergency vehicles or construction sites along those highways. Elon Musk responded to the recall of basically every Tesla that's on the road by tweeting something about how he wanted to start a university. I didn't even bother to click through on that one. And in even more fake-sounding kinds of events, the lead story in the Times is that the UN Climate Summit issued a statement naming fossil fuels as a cause of global warming that needs to be addressed, but didn't actually bind the signatories of the declaration issued at the Dubai-based event under the leadership of a national oil company executive to phase out the use of fossil fuels. From fake action on real stuff to real action on fake stuff, Page A22 offers the headline, White House is considering immigration crackdown for aid to Ukraine. President Biden and Democrats on Capitol Hill are seriously considering Republican demands for deeply restrictive immigration policies in exchange for billions of dollars in aid for Ukraine, a move that activists say would devastate America's obligations to welcome desperate migrants fleeing war and oppression. It would also, of course, do nothing to address the sources of migration, 
and would only increase the salience of the so-called border crisis as a line of political attack against the Biden administration. But when you see a chance to advance the very worst policies of the very worst people from the Trump administration, how can you pass up the chance to make a deal? Below that, on the same page, the frenzied coverage of whether America's elite educational institutions are adequately addressing the discourse around accusations of anti-Semitism achieves escape velocity with the headline, So far, no major fallout for president of MIT after contentious hearing. Breaking news, a thing didn't happen. And that is or isn't the news. Thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And if all goes well, we will talk again tomorrow.